We're often told that our yearly goals should be smart and focused on quantifiable metrics, like X amount of increase in money or X amount of increase in downloads. But some years, the more important factors are qualitative, like did I give it my best? How did I feel completing this task? And is my ability and comfort in this particular skill improving? But what do I know? It's, uh, there's a symbiotic relationship. It's mutual. Like I can do something for you and you can do something for me. And not Mm. in the opportunistic way that capitalism Mm. has like exploited that where it's like, what can I get from you? It's like, what can I share with you and what can you share with me? So Mm -hmm. yeah, they're definitely not at odds. I think they're companion phrases, but I think um, it's just that phrase community care needs to be pushed just as hard as as we push self. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. And while you were learning about community, I was learning about patience. Okay. Because for me, it was, but what do I know? Well, it was a couple of things, girl. It was about, it was, but what do I know about friendships Mm. and sustaining them in adulthood? This is, but what do I know podcast, which hits Suzanne, a space for affirming, for learning, and for healing. A podcast and community where we're exploring our But What Do I Know moments in hopes that it helps you, the listener, overcome yours. You ready? Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the But What Do I Know podcast. I'm your host, Chid Suzanne, and I just want to welcome you all to yet another episode. Whew, so y'all, listen, we got this episode and then one more episode before we end off the year. We end off our podcast season. We go on holiday break and then we come back in the new year in about ending of February, beginning of March to start off a whole brand new season. So enjoy this episode. Enjoy the next episode. They're definitely more reflective, more fun. We're looking back on the year. Enjoy it. And then, you know, um, go back and binge the season again while you sort of hold yourself over for our new season next year. Now, with that being said, if this is your first time, you know, stumbling upon this podcast, your first time tuning in, welcome, welcome. This is our community on the internet where we're having conversations that affirm our packed life lessons, and we're also supporting each other on our healing journey as well. So I hope you enjoy this episode. If you do, go ahead, binge all the other episodes from the season and from previous seasons, um, get all caught up. And of course, you know, if you're enjoying what you're listening to, whichever streaming app it is that you use to listen to this podcast, please go ahead and just leave us a five-star rating or review. Um, Just let us know that you're enjoying what you're hearing. You can, you know, put notes for a specific episode. I love that you guys are getting really specific and letting me know like episodes that you really liked and different things. So I'm going to actually go ahead and read one review that I was just like, ooh, okay. So this review was left for us in October 2023 of this year. Um, This is by Inquisitive1-E. So if you're listening, thank you for thank you for writing this. And it's titled Talking with Crystal Hines, left five-star review. And they said, I truly enjoy the candid comments and honest acceptability of self that Crystal emphasized. 
I've had that don't dehumanize me attitude for a while since my breakup with the narcissist. She has given me the confirmation that I am definitely on the right track of not looking for someone else to identify me or define me. My God has already done that. I am his and he is mine. Thank you for your podcast. Okay. And thank you for this review because when I read this, I was like, whoo. Now I know you definitely listened to the episode. I know that you got some things out of it. And what I love about this review too is, and I shared this with Crystal and Crystal was like, oh, this made my day. Like, thank you so much for sharing this with me. And she was having a rough week and she said this just really brightened up her week. And she's so happy that people enjoyed that conversation, that episode. So y'all, Crystal's going to be back. Don't y'all worry. Crystal's going to be back. But I also want to say that you actually gave me content idea from this review because I have been wanting to do an episode and a conversation on, you know, knowing if you're in a relationship with a narcissist or if you're dealing with a narcissist that's a family member. How do you get out of those situations? How do you navigate it if you can't get out? And this just kind of gave me an idea. So I'm definitely looking for a guest to have that conversation with. But again, I just want to say thank you for your review. I appreciate it. I'm glad you enjoyed the episode. And um, yeah, keep keep leaving the reviews, y'all. I really love it. And I'm just enjoying reading them because it's just good to know that the conversations that we have when I sit on this microphone and I don't know who's actually listening, that they're actually getting to you all and you all enjoying it. And it's really just impacting your life. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much again. Um, you know, as always, if you want to keep up with us on socials, we're on Instagram at BWDIK podcast. We're on TikTok as well. And we're going to improve our presence next year, next season. Uh, but yeah, one Instagram, you can find us there. BTS, guest takeovers, IG lives, reels, all of that lives on the Instagram page. So go ahead and follow that. If you're a visuals person, you want to kind of see what myself and our guests look like. We have some main segment conversations on the YouTube page for the podcast as well. But what do I know podcast on YouTube? You can search that or a link is also in this episode description as well. All right, let's go ahead and uh, get on into our cool segment for this episode. Right, so this week, I only have two things that I want you all to clue into, and then we're going to go ahead and get into our main segment conversation. Um, the first is a TV series, and the second is a music project. So we're going to go ahead and start off with TV. So I must say, lately, I'm feeling like there's been a little bit of a shortage of good TV shows to get into. I don't know what it is. I mean, the strike just sort of ended with uh, writers and actors. Um, so that I'm sure that definitely played a part and I'm hoping that we can get some, some really good series, you know, as we get really deep into the winter to help get me through that season. Um, but yeah, I'm just really feeling like I'm having to like really search for things to watch, but I did find a series that I just finished, um, on Netflix and I really, really, really enjoyed it. It is, it is dark. It sort of is like, it's drama, family drama, action, a little bit of a psychological thriller um, and a little bit of horror just because of some of the characters and things that occur. Uh, but it's called The Fall of the House of Usher. No, not Usher Raymond. <laughs> this is a different a different Usher family. Um, and so essentially these two siblings, Roderick and Madeline, uh, want to change the trajectory of their family. Um, family's really poor. Mom is sick, struggling 
um, mom passes away and they sort of just are really hustling and are trying to bring success to their family name and to kind of just, again, change, change their lineage and um, yeah, and just be successful. So doing that <laughs> leads them to making a deal with a very interesting character. That's all I'll say, because if I say what that character is, I'm going to give it away. But they make a deal with a very interesting character at a bar on a New Year's Eve. And um, that leads to them having a huge success. They have lots and lots of money. You know, their their lineage is rich. Everyone is doing well, mansions, parties, you know, you name it, they have it. But then the focus of the series is then how, even though they have the success, one by one, each of these family members start falling victim to this particular deal that they made with that character on that New Year's Eve that I mentioned, right? So one by one, each episode, another character falls victim because of that deal. And you're just kind of seeing them like one by one, just kind of drop <laughs> literally and metaphorically for some characters, right? And at first you don't really put it together. You're like, okay, what's going on here? Like, is this, you know? And then eventually you put two and two together. You realize like, oh, it's because of this deal that they made and the lineage is kind of cursed now. And but it's really, really good. And then I found out that the series is actually based loosely on a book by Edgar Allan Poe, um, a writer that also has a lot of dark literary works. So not surprised. And it makes sense. It's very reflective in the TV show. But yeah, I enjoyed it. I really liked it because of the way it ended. I don't really know that we can have a season two. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it. That was really like it definitely had me at the edge of my seat. So definitely go check it out. The Fall of the House of Usher um, on Netflix. Yeah, if you're looking for something to watch this week, definitely go ahead and get into that. All right. And so getting into music, I want you all this week to clue into a local Toronto artist, um, an artist by the name of Zen Soul. R&B and soul and her voice is beautiful. I've definitely talked about this artist on a previous Clue In segment, um, for, probably for a previous song or single that she had out. But she has a new project out. It's an album. It is called Fantasy. And I'm enjoying it. I haven't completed the full album yet. I think I have three more songs left. But so far, it's a vibe. So, you know, it's definitely fall. It's given fall girl R&B. And I've talked a lot about one in R&B music for the fall. This is definitely given what it should give. It's definitely matching my mood and the season and the vibe. Uh, my favorite so far are Blue Moon and Over. So definitely go ahead and check out Fantasy by Zen Soul this week. Get into that. It's an absolute vibe. All right. So with that, we're going to go ahead and get into our main segment conversation with our guest. This conversation and our next conversation are definitely going to feel more reflective, more fun, more like girl chat. We're just sort of, you know, talking about how 2023 has been for us. This episode in particular, we're going to sort of talk about the idea of goals, goal setting, what happens when we don't achieve those goals, are all goals high stake goals? Um, we're going to be getting into all of that. So let's go ahead and get into our main segment conversation with you. Okay, so listeners, for our main conversation um, this week on the podcast, I am really excited. We have a return guest. Y'all, BK is back, okay? Hi. Uh, <laughs> BK is, you know, a fellow podcaster. She's the host of, you know, the Look at the Material podcast. Um, you can find it on streaming platforms, but it's also now on TikTok, and she is 
Given the people, the much needed breakdown for a lot of socio-political happenings around the world, a lot of, you know, just breaking down very like sociological concepts for us and doing the damn thing. So BK, uh, welcome back to the podcast. Thank I'm you. so excited that you're here. Um, you know, for the listeners, this episode is going to be a very reflective episode. Um, BK was the first guest for uh, the podcast this year. And we talked a lot about like wellness and just our outlook for 2023. And on this episode, we're going to kind of, you know, reflect back and we're going to talk about our goals, goal setting. Um, I feel like this time right now is a time where a lot of people are like, oh my God, like reflecting back and oh, did I hit the goals that I wanted to hit? Did I achieve the things that I wanted to achieve? And people are sort of reflecting and then setting new goals for the new year. So BK is a perfect person to be here because listen, we started off the year and then now we're going to reflect back and see how the year treated us. Yes, okay. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I am so excited to have you. How are you feeling mama? Welcome back to the podcast, girl. Thank it's always a good time me. when you're here. It really <laughs> is. It feels like just a Kiki was one of my friends. It really oh, does. Heck? Like it's, it's so warm. Um, so right? thanks for having me back. But I will say, um, considering that I started the year I will say I started the year hopeful and then I had like a sudden event that happened in my life. Um, and I've been recovering for majority of the year, just really, um, I would say embodying the message that I came on with. Cause I was actually watching a couple clips, um, just reflecting myself. And, um, I was talking a lot about a relaxation practice and stress management and just being anti grind. And so uh, a lot of this year um, has been me really unpacking that and putting it into practice, even in the midst of a crisis. Like I can develop a relaxation practice and be Zen and be in my body when everything's going good. But suddenly all of those tools flew out of the window when it came to myself. So I've done a lot of reflecting this year, unpacking this year, slowing down um, and, oh, really just unraveling myself, um, because I was slowing down some of that internalized grind culture was coming out, uh, shaming myself, making myself feel guilty for sitting down. And so I'm like, okay, Ooh. we have to unpack, we have to unpack that. Girl. A lot of unpacking. <laughs> and you know, when you said a lot of unpacking, the visual representation that came to my mind was just like, a girl or a woman with a heavy backpack and she just puts it she's just removing everything in the back yep. the textbooks gotta go yep. the heavy laptop gotta go like yep. that was literally the visual representation that came to my mind and we're gonna definitely unpack all of that mm -hmm. in this conversation and you kind of started it you know you started touching on a couple of things that i wanted to kind of get into but okay. you know we talked about wellness like you said we talked about being soft and what the soft life meant to us as outside of just the very commercial influencer yeah. tag that it's become. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we proceed to have this year. So what has that, like, what did that wellness journey look like for you this year? Like, how did you, how'd you make it through girl? Yeah. Um, I think we can even look through the lens of goal setting. I had mm -hmm. to really manage what goals I had for myself and really seeing um, how realistic those things were. So there were some days where my goal was getting out of bed. 
Like I had to really lower the stakes. I would have like a list of five things that I wanted to get done that they're, they're fine things to do, like eat breakfast, brush your teeth, like move your body, um, write an episode, whatever. It seems very low stakes, but I mean, I just mentally and physically got to a point where like I was, I had to just learn how to applaud myself for getting out of bed and brushing my teeth, you know? So, um, I had to get back to the basics. I think that's what my personal wellness journey has been about this year and Mm -hmm. in conversations with people, because everyone is struggling right now. We are putting on a really good face and we're in a system that doesn't really care about how you're feeling, doesn't care about a sudden loss or a sudden medical event. You have to keep going to work. I think I took like a dozen days off over the, like, and, and that's, that wasn't even me taking time off. That was just like my off days throughout majority of this year. So work kept, kept going, the stressors of life kept going. So I was like, how do I get back to the basics of feeding myself and drinking water and like washing the dishes? Like, um, and I have a partner at home, so we divvy up domestic labor, like, you know, pretty equally, but, um, sometimes that was just like a goal for me. So I think Mm -hmm. anyone can take notes on that. Um, when your wellness goals start to feel like work and they start to feel like, oh, I'm just not achieving enough. I I just, my goals aren't big enough and whatever, get back to the basics. Like, are your basics being met on a consistent basis? What is the quality of your basic upkeep? Um, Mm -hmm. that has been a big part of my wellness journey this year. Ooh, that's so real. So it's funny, I was going to ask you, and I feel like from just what you talked about, I feel like I kind of got the answer. I was going to ask you if this year, if you felt like this year activated you, like did it energize you or did it drain you? And I feel like this year drained you, girl. Yeah. And to expand on that, I was just tired as hell all year because mental and emotional labor is work. Like your brain yeah. burns calories, which is why like we consume calories we need to think and mm-hmm. and operate. Um, it's also a reason why kids don't do good early in the morning in school because a lot of them haven't eaten. Mm. But um, it, it th- that took a lot of energy, and yeah. so um, I also moved this year. I moved okay right around the time that my medical event was starting. So I was physically moving and unpacking boxes physically and also doing that within myself. Um, So it was was pretty draining. Um, And I found solace in a cocoon. Um, But towards the end of this year, over the last 40 plus days, um, this has been the most energized I've felt in a long time. Um, You know, considering like, just figuring out who I am as a global citizen and what mm-hmm. I can do to make the world a better place, so to speak, has yeah. activated me and energized me. Um, people who know me know that like, I'm probably the most like cynical wellness girl you'll meet, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not really a love and light type of person and we can unpack toxic positivity on another date, but like, I'm super cynical. I'm super pessimistic. And this year I dealt with a lot of nihilism, feeling just like, Mm. what is the point of it all? We're all suffering. The planet's going to die, whatever. And so I was very shocked that the um, newfound awareness of what's going on in Palestine and 
yeah. Sudan and Congo and Haiti and Girl. how interconnected our struggle for liberation is mm-hmm. really woke me up. So I would say mm-hmm. towards the end, which is weird because typically we associate winter with like hibernation and things like that. I feel just this newfound fire inside of me that reminds me of who I was graduating high school, going into college and being a poli-sci student and being like, right. I can change the world, you know? So right. I, I, I'm, I'm finding some new energy. I'm finding some mm. energy below E, you know, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so, that's real. And I, you know, it's funny. I think I felt the same like spark with everything going on. And I don't mean to say that in like, oh my God, I'm finding like a spark while there are all these devastating things happening. Right. Of course, you know, like, I don't mean to say it like that. I know it's very privileged to kind of sit and watch things from afar. Yeah. But I will say that it, it's just like a reawakening or a, re, a reminder of something in me that like, okay, there's something bigger here. Even with this podcast, I'm like, there's something bigger here. Like this has to mean something. These conversations are important. They have to, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just kind mm-hmm. of just a reminder of like, why, why am I doing this? What am I doing this for? Even with my work outside of this, like sometimes I sit and I'm like, yo, the amount of people that are losing their jobs for speaking about what is right, what is just and what is good. Yeah. It's a reminder to me that like, okay, so if I'm really going to talk about, you know, freedom and liberation and just living the life that I want to live on my own terms, bro, my Mm -hmm. money has to be out of the system. So how am I going to achieve that? Yeah. And then we get back into the but then what society is telling me is that I really got to grind to achieve that freedom and that, you know, yeah. and when my money's out of the system. So it's been a con- it's been for me kind of like a lot of thinking and reflecting and a spark has been ignited just to like, OK, this is why you're doing this and this is what you're doing it for, you know. Um, and that, that kind of brings me to my next thought. So, you know, at the beginning of the year, we were kind of talking about like, but what do I know about wellness and how we've kind of like you know, shaped and reshaped our thoughts about wellness. But I want to know, like, if there was one thing that this year taught you where you were like, but what do I know about insert word here? And then now you've like made it through. What was that thing that you came in clueless about and you left it a few things? (laughs) Oh, but what do I know about community care? Mm. Um, I... You cannot heal in isolation, period, point blank. You posted that on Instagram and I said, boy, is that a word? Yeah. You just can't. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I had heard that term community care since Mm -hmm. starting my Kind Body Therapy account. Right. um, Because I try to, you know, follow creators that are Black and Indigenous or people of color, in particular women, non-binary people, people in the gender minority, if you will. Um, just to expand my understandings about healing, because mm-hmm. I don't believe that like I'm a healer. Like I assist the body in healing itself. Like it's just right. something that able-bodied folks can do. Mm-hmm. And so um, I kept seeing this word community care pop up and mm. kind of in opposition with self-care. And okay. it took huh. my wig because I was like, well, you can't be good to your community if you're not good to yourself. And like, why, why is self-care and community care at odds? And like, just very confused about that uh, dis- discourse. Um, and it is important to make sure that you're hydrated and fed and you're sleeping and, and things like that. But what does it mean when you can't do those things for yourself? Like when I couldn't get out of bed to cook a meal 
I needed to call someone else to help to help me with right. that, to bring to bring yeah. that for me. I had to say, hey, I'm actually very uncomfortable and I can't get out of bed. Can you go fetch something for me or whatever? Um, or I'm struggling with this bill. What's a mutual aid organization I can tap into to mm-hmm. funnel some money my way? So I had no idea the power yeah. of community care, the importance of um, shifting the burden around to multiple shoulders. Like it doesn't always have to just be on you. And mm-hmm. I don't think that we're even supposed to handle stuff like that on our own. So yeah. um, I feel mm. like I'm in the process of bolstering my own community, not even just virtually, but mm. people that live in my city, that live on my street, yeah. that live in my neighborhood. How do I support them and how do they support me mutually? Girl, and that is something that I think being a black woman, being an African and Nigerian woman, mm. I know what it's like to live in a compound and this person's mom and this person's auntie and mama this comes in and is helping you and is watching that but you don't have that here no it's very much like your own and when I say here I mean in North America right like it's very much you're on your own and now that we've moved from you know like on ground living to tower living where we're in you know small units Mm -hmm. in buildings it's even harder for us to connect. Like they've, we're fooling ourselves with like, oh, you you know, you have amenities in your building and you can walk by, but you're not really getting to know people. So I think everything around us just further kind of like adds this idea of self first, individual first. But then it's like, what do you do when you can't even take care of you? Yeah. You know, so that's real. So do you, do you think though that they should be at odds with each other? Because I feel like it's almost like it has to be like, 50 50 or like 40 percent self and 60 percent community yeah i do i do i don't think that they're at odds i think um the messaging that i was misinterpreting is that Mm. we know that our culture is saturated with the term self-care we know that community care is not something that lives within the psyche presently of people we can talk about north americans right because you're in canada yes yes um this individualism is pushed Mm. and inundated in every facet of society. You even spoke to architecture, like Mm -hmm. the style that we, you know, live in, like the, the, the infrastructure isolates us. So, um, I, I don't think they're at odds. I I do think it's important for, you know, you to be able to fill from like, it don't, it don't even have to be a hundred percent, but maybe you got 60 Mm -hmm. to work with for the day. So, but you need, you need to make sure it's up to your threshold so that you can pour and and a big yeah. part of community care is is not charity, even though charity is good. It's uh, there's a symbiotic relationship. It's mutual. Like I can do something for you, and you can do something for me, and not mm-hmm. in the opportunistic way that capitalism mm-hmm. has like exploited that. Where it's like, what can I get from you? It's yes. like, what can I share with you, and what can you share with me? So mm-hmm. yeah, they're definitely not at odds. I think they're companion phrases, but I think. Um, it's just that phrase community care needs to be pushed just as hard just as, as much yeah. push self. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. And while you were learning about community, I was learning about patience. Okay. Oh, because for me, me it was, but what do I know? Well, it was a couple of things, girl. It was about, it was, but what do I know about friendships mm. and sustaining them in adulthood? which we're going to talk about in another episode, okay? okay? Mm-hmm. And then it was, but what do I know about sustaining a relationship and love while hustling? 
okay, well, you know, I don't know, building a career, trying to find life, trying to find like those two together. Whoa. All about yeah. love by bell hooks. Recommend it. Okay. Mm. Um, I second that. Yeah. Yeah. And then the big one was like, but what do I know about patience? <sighs> because I think, I, I think that like, sometimes I struggle with like God, higher power universe. Show me the end. Okay. Like show me what it is that I'm putting all this energy in for. Give me signs that I am like on the right path. I, I don't want to waste my time. And that is in like friendships, relationships, everything. But I think that there's also something that's beautiful about just like sit in the mistakes, sit in the part that is not perfect, sit in the, in the confusion. And eventually you will get to the, the end picture or whatever, or the picture will be gradually revealed. Yeah. But I, yeah, patience is a virtue and I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. And I think that when you also operate in relationships where people are telling you about yourself, girl, that is one thing a romantic relationship is going to do is going to like reveal yourself to you in ways that you're like, oh shit, I thought yes. I was a cool girl. <laughs> I thought I was, I thought I was lit. And then right. it's like, oh no, but you know, you need to be better. You need to understand that it's okay to make mistakes. Yeah. And you need to sit in that and not everything can be, that's what, Okay, I will. All right. I'm I'm gonna sit in that. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's been like this year has what I tell you is just like it's like it's been really humbling. Yeah. But I love it because I feel like I'm shedding all that like first daughter elder syndrome of like you gotta be here and you gotta operate at a night and I'm just like girl, I'm me. Okay. Yeah. You know? So all of that good. All of that wrapped up in the patience. It's yeah, it's been a very yeah, girl, that's what this year has been teaching me. That is so good. The shedding of those yeah. imposed responsibilities. Mm. Like, girl, because I'm the eldest daughter too. And we're from the South. I feel like it's kind of similar. Oh, with your, you yes. know, where it's just, yeah. you just are expected to be a parent um, mm. and always have it together. Mm. And I just want to be mediocre sometimes. Like, I just want to be normal. <laughs> I don't want to have girl, to. Sometimes, sometimes I'm like, Yo, like, I know y'all are saying bring back shame, but like, I don't know if I have, I, I, you know, like, I have enough of that. I have too much of it from the upbringing yes. I had. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. So yeah, girl, that's, that's been that. But I love that though. Like learn about patience, learn about community care and mm -hmm. they go hand in hand too, you know, cause we got to be patient with the community around us too. Hey, <laughs> hey, we have to learn how to be better humans to like ourselves, but yeah. like, how do we be in relation with other people the, mm -hmm. and that patience? Oh my God, that is such a virtue. Cause it's like, you know, you, you're going to have to collaborate with people and you're not always going to yeah. be on the same page. Like obviously. Mm -hmm. Right. But you think that when you get in these affinity groups or like groups that align with you, that, you know, things are just going to always click. And it's like, no, do we have the patience mm. to work through conflict? Do we have the, you know, kick it, is this relationship worth salvaging at all? Like, girl, yeah. oh, girl. questions that need answering. Okay. Mm -hmm. And also, even with that, I will say, like, taking that into how I operate my business or how I operate in work, patience with people and also asking people to have patience with me. Like, you know, yes, there are deadlines, but I'm sorry, there's a reason that I didn't choose doctor as a career. So nothing oh. is ever a real emergency over here. Let's be honest. <laughs> That's it good. can be done tomorrow. That's good. Okay. 
you know, and then even like, for example, like with things that I am gradually building now is understanding like, okay, there's a reason that you complain about capitalism. So don't impose that on other people. Have patience with them. Mm. If someone is saying, listen, I can't help you with this particular aspect because I got this and this in family and I can't pay this bill or hey, and I've learned to just be like patient with people. And like I had someone who was like, you know, girl, like, I don't know if I can come to this, this, this meetup you're doing for podcasting. I really want to be there. I have something to offer. I don't know if I can afford it, girl. I lost my job. And I, I was like, you know what? I know how you feel about taking money. Why don't you help me send three, send a couple of emails and I will pay you for that work. But you also now have the money to come to this, this mm-hmm. get together, you know? Yeah. And it's just been like, it's so beautiful. Like, you know, and I'm not even doing it from like a place of like, oh my God, I'm help-. like, it's just like, it's so beautiful because I know that one day I might be in a place where I need to like lean on yeah. my community. And I would hope <laughs> that, you know, people are like, shit, I got you, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, <sighs> wow. See, every time you come on this damn podcast, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I, have a, I have a tendency to bring that out, right? <laughs> yeah, I love it though. Oh, this episode is just, it feels like a, just like a, a virtual hug. I love Doesn't it. Doesn't it? Right? Oh, oh, I love it. I can't wait to see you in person, girl. <laughs> I know. It's going to happen one day. <laughs> yeah. So I do then want to ask you, how did you set your goals for 2023? If you set goals at all? Because I know we were sort of, you know, shifting away from setting hard goals and all that stuff. But it, did you set goals for 2023? And if you did generally, like, what were those goals surrounding or related to? Yeah, I think just to sum up all of my little goals, I think the bottom line of all of them was growth in some way. I thought that at the top of the year, I thought that that meant, you know, a boost in followers and a boost in Mm. revenue for my business, a boost in like clientele, like just very like monetary goals and like data driven goals and, you know, very like numbers and how many people a week do I need a month to get to this and, you know, that type of framework. Um, but if I, if I apply, you know, this uh, goal of growth and then reflect on the year, I can say, I definitely, I definitely met that goal. Maybe not in the ways that I foresaw. Cause I'm like, right. I just had other goals. And then of course life just, you know, happened. And so those weren't able to be met in that regard, but the goal of growth was definitely met. I, I'm like, can I just stop growing for like two seconds? Because <laughs> it's just, I mean, when you're growing, like you said, you're shedding, you're moving out. Of, like it's new, it's unfamiliar. Mm-hmm. Your old ways are seem a little bit more comfortable than the new ways. Um, so I think that that was totally met. Check. Boom. I'm done. <laughs> mm. You know, it's funny when you mentioned growth and how that was a goal, it's just it's it's crazy because that's just the way that we are programmed and like taught to set goals. Like it has to be some growth and you have to be, you know, what are they smart goals? You got to be able to measure them. So did you get this many followers? Like you said, did you increase your revenue? And every corporation does it and they're putting KPIs and there. So everything is just like grow, 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 grow. Yeah. But then it's like, what if. I set those goals, but really life was just telling me to like chill out this year, you know, then what happens? And then it's like, unfortunately for you, you're an entrepreneur for me, side hustler. What does that look like if we don't grow? Yeah. You know, 
Because yeah. then it's like we still have to put food on the table. We still got to eat. We still got to s- help the community around us, pay bills. Mm-hmm. So it's like, ah, I'm stuck. Like, am I growing? Am I? <laughs> yeah, no, for real. And it's like, in, in certain things, you just have to, I definitely had to shift even like my model. And like, I just, mm-hmm. I just had to adapt um, because there are, like you said, real life consequences when growth isn't met, when bills need to be paid. But mm-hmm. I think it's more about um, adapting in that versus, oh shit, I didn't meet my goals. I must be terrible. I feel so guilty. I feel so ashamed. I feel so unaccomplished. Like, yeah. I don't think, I think we just have to change the relationship with what happens when you don't meet that goal. Like, that's a great mm-hmm. question that you pose. Like, well, what happens if you don't? Are, are, yeah. Is your life going to end? Will you be on the street? Like, what 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 are the stakes? You know what I mean? Right. Like, could, could I think it is important next... to understand the stakes. Yeah. Exactly. And, and you know, mm-hmm. um, when like there's a term in uh, digital security or online security called threat modeling, and mm-hmm. it's literally just assessing what is your biggest threat. Like, you know, is it the NSA, is it the FBI, is it your healthcare provider? If you're in a state that um, doesn't allow, you know, reproductive health or something like that, like. It's just, it's managing like what is actually a major threat, what is a minimal threat, and how do I adapt my tools to adjust to those Mm. threats? Same thing with goals. It's like, what are the stakes? Not everything needs to be life or death, or if I don't meet this, then like, I'm just not a good entrepreneur. I'm not a good influencer. I'm not a good podcaster. It's like, not everything is so high stakes. Yeah, exactly. Again, again. Yep. <laughs> That's so real. That is real. And I think, you know, I I will agree with you that I this year I did not set out like goals like, OK, I'm going to be this increase of that. I, for me, I think. Last year I was like, oh, man, like, you know, man, like this is not a comedy podcast. Do they even really want to listen to this? Like I went through a lot of that in like 2021, 2022. Where I was like, Okay, like I'm having all these good conversations, but is this what the people want to hear? You know? Yeah. Yeah. But then I was like, you know what? Let's try something else out. Let's not focus on the growth and let's just focus on having conversations that I enjoy Mm. that are impactful to the to whoever listens and that my guests enjoy. Like, let's just have that connection. And this year was the year that I actually saw the most growth over the last three years of me doing it. And so that's to that. I saw all those numbers like kudos to you. Thank you so much. And so that's why I'm like, huh? Okay. So the universe and God does reward kind hearted people after all, like, (laughs) you know, there is, you know, so I'm like, okay, I think this is what, if there's a lesson that I'm taking from that, I think this is what I'm going to take into next year is I can still set a goal that, you know, I want to reach, you know, maybe not a certain number, but I want to, have conversations that are impactful. That's that's my goal. I think mm. I think what I'm taking from you as well is my goals. I think I want to allow for my goals to be more qualitative than they are quantitative. Bingo. Instead of like I want to gain like 100k downloads, 100k followers, I want to earn make six figures in 6 hours. Yeah. It's more like I want to do my best to put out the best that I can. Let's let's yep. have like if I'm putting out 15 conversations, 15 to 20 conversations next year, let's make sure that each of those episodes are impactful 
pray that they get to the right ears. And then from there, God and universe, do your thing, you yeah. know? Yeah. So I think for me, yeah, I definitely agree with you. Like switching it to not just the numbers, but to the qualitative stuff, mm -hmm. you know? And then mm -hmm. if we hit the numbers, we flex, we, we thank God, numbers. like, you know, exactly. <laughs> right. We're thankful. Right. But yeah, but I think allowing for it to be more qualitative than, than the hard numbers. Yeah. And like, that's good too, just to even like, you know, you summing it up like that is, is perfect. And it just made me think like, I always say like, we're not, we're not human doings, right? We're not machines. Yeah. We're not robots. We're also not a fucking fortune 500 company. We're not right. we are people like what, like, why are we setting all of these hard lines? Like Q4, I need to do this. And Q1, I need to do this. It's like, girl, we're humans with the life and with feelings. We're not, you know, and if we want to break out of grind culture, if we want to break out of just this internalized capitalism that we have and thirst for more, then we're going to have to describe our goals. Like, well, I just want to grow a little. I just want to read. More. Yeah. I just yes. want to have impactful conversations, like not 50 books by February. Like, you know, it yeah. doesn't have to be that high stakes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I think that like, honestly, like just watching like, my journey and your journey and like even with you like you've pivoted a little bit from just like just strictly like the audio format uh um for podcasting to going to tiktok and you have grown girl mm. and i go and i'm like wow and what has been inspiring between like both of our journeys is just seeing that there is a community out there that wants that needs and wants this work that we're doing that's what's yes. really you know like so inspiring and humbling is that like okay these numbers are growing but what it's telling me is that there's a need for this work yes. and that's why i'm like oh this is so beautiful because sometimes like you get discouraged you see the things that go viral yeah. you you hear the conversations that people are talking about you you see pop culture you see the mess you yes. see the women being abused and all that goes viral and then you're like okay well damn you know right so yeah that has been just really encouraging I agree with that too. Like I've been reading since we've like blown on TikTok for mm -hmm. my standards. I know it's very tiny compared to like other, you know, the girl, they be in the hundred Ks, they be in the mills. <sighs> but for my little, little old me, that seeing that people are commenting, thank you for this. Thank you for your perspective. Um, I've been following you for a couple months and I've learned so much from you, or I literally used to believe this and now I believe this. And that's because of mm -hmm. your page. I'm like, oh my, because you're so right. It's so easy to get discouraged when you don't make sensationalized content. And what I noticed following a lot of like social media gurus, they will say like, you know, catch them, bait them, do something that's going to be sensational or viral. And it's like, oh my God, that's so You got to have a hook. You got to have a hook and then bring them in and then you close with the, with the, with the offer or whatever. And it's like, that is so not me. I'm just, I'm not contrived like that. And I did try that avenue for a while. And I won't say that it wasn't unsuccessful or I won't say that it was unsuccessful, but like, it just wasn't sustainable for me. It, it wasn't organic or natural. So I love that. Like you said, the parallel of our, of our experiences is as soon as we stepped back into like being organic and true to ourself, that's when the people who we were begging for and hoping were out there came to us. So yeah. that's really encouraging. D girl, boy, is it ever. It is <laughs> like really encouraging.
So I do want to kind of, I guess, ask you this is when you look back, are there any goals that maybe you like set for yourself or you were hoping to achieve that you weren't able to achieve? And when you're looking back at it now, like what feelings come up for you when you think about like, damn, it would have been nice to hit that or would have been nice to do this or start that. And like what feelings come up when you think about it? I think um, one of the bigger goals for me was to get out more episodes on Spotify and also add a visual component to my episodes. Um, I can't, like I have one video on our YouTube channel um, Mm -hmm. and I produced one like physical episode this year. So like one of each. And Mm -hmm. I have mixed feelings about it. Um, I'm happy on one end because the the video that I put out, I'm really happy with. It was it was really mm. true to myself. The episode I put out on Sexy Red, um, really yeah. and and respectability politics and like there's a lot that goes into that episode. Like I feel I feel accomplished. Like I wanted to get more of those out, but I'm just happy that looking over this past year and how. I mean, I, I probably can't even speak to the depths, the mm. low lows that I was yeah, at this year to even to. get out one episode, to even get out Girl. our first YouTube video. Like yeah. that is, that cannot be understated. And like, that's something that I tried to downplay, you know, mm. at, as I'm reflecting kind of even, you know, on this episode and a couple of weeks ago, just being like, dang, like I really didn't put out. Like I I have so much to give and I didn't really put out as much, but then I stop and I'm like, no, no, no. But like, despite all that you went through, you got something out and it was Mm -hmm. like well-written and well thought out and I had fun and I didn't push Mm. myself, you know, past my limits. So that's, that's a big goal that I've been thinking about. I mean, it's definitely something, um, I want to improve in the future, but I really had to just stop and be like, Hey. We got something out and yeah. TikTok blew. So yeah. like the short form content really blew. So like, yeah, I hit, I hit some goals. I didn't even know I had or, or mm-hmm. in, in ways that I didn't think I was going to meet them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, kind of mixed, mixed feelings about that, but mostly positive now that I'm just reflecting on it. That's good. And, and even like aside from just being putting out the work, even in your ability to break down concepts, I feel like, You've always mm. been good at it, but I just feel like now, like, I feel like you're like, you're in your zone. Like, it's sick the way you do it on TikTok, right? So I'm like, even just in growing, and sometimes people don't recognize that, like, you need to be able to grow and, I don't want to use the word expert, but like, grow in your ability to do something. And the the result of like, the result may not be that like, oh, 100,000 people came to me, but the result may be that I went from being able to like, just talk for 10 minutes about a topic and now I can talk for 20 minutes about a topic yeah that is you know quote-unquote growth that is an improvement that is something that you know so even your ability to do that girl and also be an entrepreneur and also handle things and also look back and be like oh in this in this year 2023 I was still a decent person Mm. that is yeah (laughs) you know that's a goal that's a win yeah (laughs) I Mm -hmm. put it like that girl yep um do you feel like this year for you was more like action oriented or more like reflection focused? And I asked that because when me and you were talking about this episode, you brought up a really good point about how like a lot of times like we go into our year 
thinking about like, okay, goals and like what we want to achieve, what we want to achieve. But it's like, no, like sometimes some years require you to just like rest and and relax and like be more reflective. Some years require you to be more active than others. So do you feel like this year was more like action for you in a lot of your like ventures and just in different aspects of life? Or was it more like this was the year for me to like retreat and reflect? Yeah, I think I might say a little bit of both, like maybe a 70, Mm. 30, 80, 20. Like right. majority of it was to reflect, um, to ask those existential questions of like, what do yeah. I believe and who am I and what's my purpose? Yeah. Like genuinely get to the bottom of that. I did not realize um, how many people don't, when they're in their early to mid twenties, stop and be like, okay, before I just go along with the script that was given to me or do what I think I'm supposed to do, let me really like honor myself and ask these important questions that might send me in the spiral that might send me in a rabbit hole. Like it's, it's worth it. I'll take the rabbit hole. I'll take it. Um, it, if it means getting closer to myself, closer to understanding myself and my needs and my wants. Um, and then that little 30 or 20% was action. So, you Mm. know, but, but that was just meeting my basic needs or being like, okay, let me just, let me just order these business cards today. Or like, okay, let me change yeah. my website a little bit. So yeah. there was a little bit of action yeah. needed to be taken, you know? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I applied for, to go back to school for my oh, master's Oh, girl, you're going back to therapy. school? Girl. Okay. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> it's it's going to be a long road because I'm going for my oh, master's congrats on getting therapy. in though. Oh, girl. Ugh. So I needed to do the action of like requesting my transcript and, you know, there are certain yeah. things that like needed to be done. Um, I'm mm-hmm. renewing my license like my license up for renewal for massage therapy in January. So I'm like having to take CE courses and stuff like that. Right. So action was a part of it, but, but a bigger part of it was reflection and rest for sure. Okay. Mm, I like that though. That's really good. Mm. I like that you can identify that 70, 30, 80, 20 split you talked about. I feel like for me, it was, it was kind of up, opposite of yours i feel like this year required me to take more action and then ref- then reflect um and i just say that like there was a shift um i had to start a new job because i didn't i just wasn't happy where i was at i kind of had to take steps in creating the community i wanted around me taking just you know and it wasn't steps like i'm like climbing mount everest but just little yeah. like steps and like little changes i wanted to see so um and I think that that is gonna, kind of going to, you know, follow all the way through to the end of the year. And then I'm going to rest. And then I'm hoping that next year is more reflective than it is action. So, yeah. so with all this, I guess my final question for you, BK, um, is how how is, you know, this conversation that we're having, our thoughts around wellness, our conversation earlier this year, how is this all going to sort of impact how you set goals and priorities for 2024. <laughs> are you setting them? Are you going with the flow? Are we leaning what are in? We, what are we doing? I yeah. think, um, I think um, I, I'm moving towards a hybrid approach to life, period. Yeah. Um, I can't just set goals or just go with the flow. I need a combination yeah. of both. Um, Correct. <laughs> I think some of my major goals for next year are um, stepping out of a people pleaser role. I realized mm. that I've like 
we talked about being like the oldest and the daughter being black. And so a big part of that is um, just always performing and always being like, yeah, like, that's cool. Like, I'm good. And I got it together. Mm -hmm. And sometimes Mm -hmm. like I, I became aware this year that that is more of a compulsion than I realized. Like, you know, like, because I say no all the time and I set boundaries sometimes, but like, it's a compulsion in ways I did not realize. Did you see the way I'm clenching my fists? I don't mean to cut you off, but this just happened to me on Saturday and I just have to share because. Yes. I want to like help the people around me. Okay. I really do. Y'all know my heart, but sometimes it is at my own detriment and I need to stop doing it, but I don't know how to. I don't know if I need a system because, okay, on Saturday, um, my man is going away. So he was like, okay, I want to come and see you and let's, let's talk and let's have dinner, you know, that night and we'll chat. But could you please get me this? Cause I'm packing. I don't have time. So I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to, I can help you out. I can, I can do that for you. And then I was doing a little get together for the podcasting girlies in oh, Toronto. Yeah. I saw that. So now I got to get up, get myself together, maybe squeeze in a workout and stretch. Then I got to go pick you up something because that's what you need. And I care about you and I want to help you out there. Then I have to make sure that I drive and I'm on time for this get together. And then I had also promised a family member that I would also, you know, assist them and like watch their baby. So now I'm like, okay. And then now I'm stuck in traffic after the get together to come back. And now I'm feeling bad because you're like, well, you said you would be here to watch. And I'm like, no, no, you, it's fine. You can go for your dinner. Like, it's fine. I'll, I'll watch. Like, my sister's at home. Like, just leave the baby with, with her. And like, when, once I'm back, like, I'll be there. And now I'm anxious, cruising down the 401. Mm-hmm. Get there. Don't have enough time to pick up what you wanted. So here, just take mine. Mm-hmm. Am I, like, who am I? No. Okay. Yeah. And after I went, I was reflecting on the driving back and I was like, okay, I can't keep doing this to myself. Like, and then it's like, I, cause I feel bad. Like, and I'm like, I want to so bad, like so yo. bad. And you want to, you want people to know that you're dependable. You want people to know, Hey, I'm always going to be there for you. But that's not true. Like yeah. you can't always be there for people. And so yeah. I think I just have to manage that mm. versus trying to retroactively manage my panic attack that I just had, or I shouldn't say panic attack, but my heightened anxiety that I had um, rushing back to go get you that thing or giving you something that like I needed or I, I can't really afford to, you know, so that uh, that's something that I started to learn this year because I, for the first time was like turning down clients for Mm. like massage. If they, you know, didn't align with like my target uh, client, or if I just physically, cause I work as a massage therapist full time. And then I also have like a business with it. And so if that week I was supposed to be working what, six, seven days a week, if I book you, I'm like, no, sorry, I can't do that. And, and, and mm. in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, I, I want to be dependable or I, I could have made that money, but it's, but like my body is like, be so effing for real right now. Like, yeah. you, know, you don't have that to give. Right. So like that stepping out of that people pleaser role, um, feeling like I always have to entertain, feeling like I always have Mm. to make people feel comfortable and good and fill the silence and all that. Like I, a big goal is like stepping out of that. Um, and also just making sure, well, I feel like it's all tied into the same goal, 
whenever I step out of that people pleaser role, I acknowledge and honor my needs and wants. Mm. And um, that is just going to trickle into every aspect of life. I feel like those goals being like centered to self and self-preservation are going to trickle into every aspect of my life. So um, I think that's probably how I will approach goals next year is Mm -hmm. um, what what kind of root goal can I have that will by proxy grow and like Mm. spread into other areas of my life. And that's really good because once you kind of hit that center, you're right. It will absolutely just flow. And Mm -hmm. if you start saying, you don't know where you start, you have a system to make sure that you're caring for yourself. That'll happen in your business. That'll happen in your relationship. That'll make things smoother. You have a little bit more time to breathe. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm with you on that. I am going to have to do some serious just reflecting on how I kind of like approach that next year and how I kind of just change things that I do and yeah just yeah how I'm able to kind of communicate and say hey yeah can't do that Mm -hmm." like I think one good tip that I learned from someone on TikTok I'm sure was (laughs) no matter what it is even if the answer is yes or whatever say hold on let me think about that real quick and that will buy you some time because you're not saying no. So you can almost circumvent not saying no, but be like, hold on, let me think about like, give me one second. Like, let me just think about that. Like I even practiced that with you where you were like, Hey, can you, you know, do this Wednesday? And I was like, let me look and let me think like, no, I forgot to go back to it, but now I won't because we're texting instead of DMing. Cause I don't have my notifications on, but, um, Oh, me neither. But, okay. That's great. So, so oh, I was like, wow. Wait, just text me. Cause I may miss this. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, just being like, wait, let me look first. And then like, then I'll figure out. And I, and I felt so bad. I'm going to be fully transparent. I felt like, how can I rearrange like my, like, oh oh my God, like if, if it'll be easy for her, easier for her, like, let me try to. And girl, that's so me. And I love that. Like I I, I can't, she's just going to, and then you're like, I wanted to leave early anyway. So that (laughs) worked. So it ended up working out. Like. So like more than just you might be benefited from just being like, wait a second, hold on. Like, let me figure out like a way. Um, or even like someone hit me up about doing a chair massage event and I would have had to like rearrange my whole schedule. And I was like, let me just find you one of my colleagues. And they ended up being able to do it. And like, it worked out. So yeah, maybe just be like, wait, hold on for a second. Is that, that can maybe be your system, you know, buy you a little bit of time. (laughs) Yes. I started saying, I started doing that a little bit more this year too, because I found that when I say yes, I'm like, then the day comes and I'm like, ooh, why did I say yes? I can't get out of bed today. So now I'm like, Literally. girl, like, let me get back to you. Like, ah, I'm interested. Let me get back to you. And then that way, if I say no, then it's like, okay, I, d- I genuinely tried. I tried to make it work. Yep. I just, you know, I can't. And a lot of times, like, I've learned that I, I shouldn't feel bad for even just my answer being that I just don't feel like it. Yeah. Because what I've had to explain to people is like, I am drained a lot of the times. Like after yeah. doing my work, doing my, my side hustle, my business, like it is genuinely draining. Yeah. <laughs> to then have to like on a Saturday where I could just spend it in bed, then have to get up, put myself together and go have a brunch or go talk. Or, it is draining to talk. The way that talk. you, because you were like, you said something about that earlier of like, you know, maintaining like the work of maintaining adult friendships. And so you're like, I really want to show up for this brunch or this gathering because maybe we don't get together that often. So 
I want to show up and make sure like I'm a present friend. But really, we just got to start being real. Like, girl, or hey, how about like we both sit on the couch and get some ice cream or like what? Exactly. Like, you know, like, like yeah. maybe try to offer some alternative, like, and adapt. Mm-hmm. Um, I've exactly. been doing a lot of just chilling at the homie's house. I'm like, girl, me too. Because not? have you seen outside? It's also expensive. So it's, it's expensive hello? to breathe outside. Like, girl. <laughs> oh, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah. So I'm glad we have a system. I'm c- uh, so happy we're on the same page. Well, this yes, is why you're me here. Too. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I will definitely be adapting that. And I think you know, listeners. I know this conversation has definitely been, you know, very reflective. We've been reflecting on our journeys. I hope that you're, you know, sort of doing the same thing too. If this is a conversation where you need to have like, you know, notepad out and you're taking some notes. And if our system or what we're talking about helps you for, for 2024, amazing. If you're like, Chid, BK, listen, love it. But I'm a very structured person. I need to write things down. And then that is just what works for you. Yep. But I think what I really want listeners to get away from this conversation is to sort of shift away from that harmful way of reflecting on goals and that way of like if you didn't achieve it then now you're just putting yourself down and now it's something that okay well how can I double or triple the achievement next year and it's Mm -hmm. like whoa relax Relax. on a global scale and on a local scale we are all experiencing a lot of things that is just like take it easy you know yeah so yeah so I hope that y'all have you know enjoyed this conversation um bk thank you so much for for joining and for for just all that you've shared but you know before i let you go we like to have a little fun before you know we end up our conversation so okay i'm gonna ask you four questions and without thinking too hard i just want to know the first thing that comes to mind um okay. i'm interested in your answer to this question because um yeah i'm just curious given all that we've talked about but what is something that is bringing you joy lately smoking weed with my friends um literally just indulging in a little plant medicine and reflecting on our deepest wants and desires i think that for me has been similar to the dream space where like we just Mm -hmm. anything goes we can just dream we can just think we can just spit out ideas so that's been a great way that i've been communing um it's just a little bit of plant medicine a little bit of vibes a lot of conversation that is a lot of conversation (laughs) that is sparking yeah Hmm. Oh, that's so beautiful. I like that. I think for me, I, I had a friend who I have a friend, sorry, who just moved. And so joy for me has been like, just understand that like we can still maintain our friendship, even with the distance. And we'll do like virtual girls nights. And it's like, okay, a little bit of cocktail and we're talking. And like you said, we're dreaming, chatting shit. But yeah, right. we can still maintain that closeness. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute, man. I love being a girl. <laughs> Okay, the perfect weekend or time off is best spent doing what? In a cabin where no phones are allowed. Um, mm. I am not like sponsored by these people, but the getaway house <laughs> is my go-to. Um, okay. My, my partner and I, they have locations all over the country. My partner and I go to one in LaRue, Texas. It's like an hour away from where we live and just spend the weekend there. And they have yeah. a lockbox for your cell phone and you just... You just mm, just put it away. That's the perfect weekend. <laughs> Getaway house. I know you're not. You're, you know it's not sponsored, but I'm but, gonna have to look into that because right. that sounds good. <laughs> um, it's funny you said to keep phones away. Well, if you had to delete all apps on your phone except for three, what three apps would you keep? <laughs> okay, I have to keep my Roku app because I always okay, use my yeah. remote. <laughs> so yeah, I have to. I'll be needing to change the channel. Um, definitely can't delete TikTok. 
that's yeah. obviously mm-hmm. just that's my <laughs> yeah. space right now yeah. and probably messenger because i love sending mm. like audio messages and stuff like that and girl one that I've i live using, on the voice notes and i've yeah. actually been replacing the apple like messenger app with an app called signal it's kind of like mm-hmm. whatsapp with mm-hmm. the end-to-end encryption so yeah. um and on there you can like speed up your audio messages like you can play them at 2x speed like yeah it's it's okay. it's where it's at. So signal roku and what else did i say tiktok TikTok, yeah. Okay, solid, solid. Um, okay, and just knowing who you are, you know, the core and the ethos of your personality, I'm just interested to know, what would you do with a million dollars? Oh my God, I would pay off my debt. Mm-hmm. I would save a bunch of it. Yeah. Um, and then I would definitely um, just donate lump sums to the mutual aid organizations in my area. Most of them yeah. are crowdfunded. They don't have any donors or anything like that. So mm-hmm. help them to fill their free kitchens and uh, their free refrigerators and their free libraries and, you know, whatever goods that they're uh, handing out to the community. So paying off debt, saving and donating to my mutual aid organizations. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. All right. Well, those are all the questions I, you know, I have for you, BK. Thank you so much again, girl, for being on this yeah. episode. I really do appreciate you. I appreciate your time. Uh, before I let you go, you know, just share with the listeners where they can find you. Definitely plug the TikTok because it is on and popping on there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, share how the listeners can find and connect with you and your work. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you. you just again for having me on here. I absolutely love our conversations and what you're doing with your platform. I'm just so proud of you. And I'm just so happy to be in community with someone like you. Um, but you guys can find me at LATM pod on Instagram and TikTok. You can also find me on Spotify or wherever you stream your podcasts at Look at the Material Podcast. Um, You can also find if you're in Dallas area or you're traveling to Dallas, you can follow my page at Kind Body Therapy. I'm a mobile massage therapist, so I come to your crib and we get the relaxation vibes going. So that's where you can find me. Well, that's amazing. All right, BK, thank you so much for being on the podcast again, girl. This won't be the last time. You'll be back for sure. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Bye, girl. So we are at the end of this episode. Thank you all for sticking around and listening to my conversation with BK as we got into goal setting, just, you know, achieving goals and goals being quantitative versus qualitative. I hope you all enjoyed it. And I also hope that you got some tips to help you as you reflect on your goals for 2023 and your setting goals, you know, or not for 2024. Um, as always, you can keep connected with us on the Instagram page at BWDIK Podcast. You can also connect directly with BK and her work. All the links will be in this episode description so you can connect with her on Instagram and TikTok. Be sure to share this episode with someone you feel would enjoy it or needs to hear it. Take care of yourself. Stay warm, mind your business, and y'all will hear from me real soon. Bye for now.
This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.